Hey out there to all people and dummies. This is Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is the guy who keeps losing his mummy summoner, Cortland. How are you doing, Cortland? I'm doing good, Brandon. I cannot keep that thing with me. It falls out of my pocket. It's crawling across the ground. You need bigger pockets, man. Well, you know what? It's at least better than what girls have, because apparently girls don't have pockets in anything. So. Yeah, like I don't know what the hell they do with their summoners. Dude, I don't know. I would be so upset if I couldn't put my summoner in my pocket, even though it falls out anyway. It's all big purse, man. <laughs> man bag. So you've been doing all right, Cortland, this past week? Yeah, this week just like really flew by for me. I feel like it was just Saturday, and now it's Saturday again. Uh, I, I fear that my life is just <laughs> slipping away from me. <laughs> you know, if I went from Saturday to Saturday, like that wouldn't be the worst thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, I suppose not. <laughs> But no, nah, my week was pretty average, pretty boring. Um, so my son and I have been playing uh, Mario 3D World, and the one that was Bowser's Fury on the Switch. Yeah. I like that game, but man, I don't know about the camera angle sometimes. They kind of frustrate me. It's funny you should mention that, because I was just playing that today with my <laughs> wife. <laughs> was she, like, grabbing you and throwing you off the edge and shit? <laughs> she was definitely... We, we kept picking each other up, because... I'm always running in that game. Yeah, exactly. And mm -hmm. the run is the same button as pick up. And anytime you bump into each other, you just pick each other up. And then, you know, you throw. <laughs> you don't mean to, but you yep. just throw. And then you accidentally, well, I was accidentally pointing over the ledge, my bad. And then they're like, you motherfucker. And then they want to do it to you. And it's just, oh, man. I don't know what Nintendo was thinking with that. <laughs> yeah. It's it's way worse in, I'm, I mean, I mentioned this like years ago, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah, I remember that debacle. You were going on and on about it for, like, months. Man, fuck that game. <laughs> I bring it up, like, once a day around this house. Uh, I do gotta say, once a day? Jesus, God. Um, Anytime something's bad or makes me mad, I'm like, oh, this is fucking Crafted World around here. Anytime two people are doing something, like, not optimal, you're like, the fuck a Crafted World over here. Yep. <laughs> Anytime something bad happens, I'm like, you think this is Yoshi's crafted world? No. <laughs> this is real We're life, real children. <laughs> Pick up your Legos. Nah, I mean, like, I like that game, but I, there's something about that faraway camera angle. Like, I don't know where I'm jumping. I don't know. I'm just bad <sighs> at it. The depth perception is, is so bad a lot <sighs> of the time. I can't tell where it is I'm jumping, and I don't know. It feels like it's meant to be in 3D, like you know, 3D yes. land was. Yeah. I mean, overall, though, it's a solid game, but, like, oh, man. Yeah. I could only play, like, three levels with my son because I was just, like, he was running too far ahead of me and then getting me killed, and I was killing him, and it was just, like, I can't do this. I can't do this, son. I can only... I mm -mm, Nope. So, anyway, that was my week. <laughs> well, speaking of video games... Yes? Uh, did you hear about the announced Nickelodeon Smash Brothers kind I of rip-off game? Yeah, I watched the trailer of it. I don't think it looks half bad, actually. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Yeah, it seems like it has some kind of pedigree behind it. Like, the people who are making it actually, you know, know what they're doing with this kind of game. Yeah, right. And, uh, it seems pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, am I gonna buy it? Well, maybe. I mean, I might buy it on sale in the future, but... Yeah. The thing is, like, I don't know, with Nickelodeon... There's the characters that I care about, which are like yep. exclusively 
90s Nickelodeon characters. Absolutely. And then there's like new Nickelodeon, which I don't recognize any of i don't i don't i haven't even heard of the loud house which you know there's characters from the loud house in this game um but this game has like nigel thornberry yes yes (laughs) oblina from abro monsters is in it yeah uh powdered toast man from ren and stimpy i know right like that's an obscure poll exactly right you can play as helga that's pretty sweet (laughs) so i feel like i i feel like uh i'm I'm interested in seeing what this thing turns out to be. Yeah, me too. Well, that was my week, hearing about that game. <laughs> Cortland, What's do you up? want to talk about some Goosebumps? Uh, yes, I do. I'd like to talk about Goosebumps. Well, this is one of the biggies, Cortland. For good reason. Slappy's like the, the Zebo the Clown of Goosebumps. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've seen one of the Goosebumps movies, and he was in it, and I was like, yep, he is He is all over. He is the face of Goosebumps. Iconic. What did you think of this episode? Hmm, Night of the Living Dummy Part 2. I fucking loved it, Brandon. <laughs> I'm glad. I St- I still think it's it. odd that it's Part 2, but whatever. You know what? I don't even care. Like, it doesn't even matter story-wise at all. No, they don't explain it. That They're not like, oh, this is Slappy again. No, none of that. Whole new family. Fucking probably whole new Slappy. I don't know, but I loved better it. better than ever. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. It's fun, and... You know, it's directed by Ron Oliver. Yes, and you can and totally tell. he was I, perfect. He was the perfect director for oh, man. something like this. Like, it's got that horror angle, but also, you know, it's a dummy cracking wise. Yes. And so it's got, it's got humor. It's like a little bit of child's play, um, just a tiny bit, but I don't, it's like its own unique entity. It's, it's so odd and funny. Um, the family is so weird. Uh, I just, They're, I loved it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get into it. But these, uh, these people are odd. They're fucking weird, man. I can't wait to talk about it. Well, let's just do that then. All right, let's go. This episode starts with some very serene '90s music played mm-hmm. over a shot of a typical suburban home. Yes, I'm sure it's playing right now. Oh, you know what? It transitions into a sloppily done painting of that same home. It's not that bad. No, it's not. <laughs> I have that in my notes that it's sloppily done. But I looked at it later and I'm like, all right, whatever. It's not Madeline Cagle garbage. No, no, no. It's not it's not that level of shit. It's like um like child artist level, like it's I mean yeah. it's, I don't it's good. It's pretty good. It's it's an okay painting of a house, but it's just like why? Like, why, why I don't know, Brandon. This? Let's find out. I call it Home Sweet Home, a girl's voice tells us. I'm entering it into the city art show. We pan out to see the whole family. Mom tells her, Sarah, that is beautiful. Dad, who looks exactly like Clint Howard, yes, tells that's her who it, is. it belongs in a museum. Oh, my God. Is Clint Howard the one who played the ice cream man in those ice cream man horror movies? Yes, he is. That is, I thought, I was like convinced that was him. Okay, it's uh, not, though. I'm so glad that you thought that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, his face, like, only one person has that face. <laughs> yeah, like, unfortunately, two people do. Oh. <laughs> we, we then see a younger boy and girl on the couch. The girl scoffs at the painting, saying, we already saw that shit last family night. Yeah, what the fuck? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Go ahead. The audacity of 
of Sarah, which is her name, to show yeah. that family picture twice in one, like, in two separate meetings. Like, so we saw yeah, that last let's week. just get this out of the way. This family, and this comes up more than once, seems to have a weekly ritual yes. where they gather around and each person brings an item, a talent. Yeah. Some kind of performance. <laughs> they have like a little show for each other. Yeah, it's like show and tell family style. Um, it's, I mean, you know, good for them. They enjoy it, whatever. But sure. It, it's pretty odd. It's, okay, yeah, it's, I think it's really weird. I'm thinking that they're in kind of, like, they all kind of, they, they all kind of hate each other. So I'm thinking maybe this is something that, like, their therapist was like, we need to bring this family back together. Let's have this family night yeah. once a week or something. Because it's just out there to me. And in that context, you're absolutely right that Sarah bringing this painting back. <laughs> it was like, for real, though, check out this fucking painting. <laughs> Look at it again. I family. feel like you guys didn't appreciate it last week. Like, the claps were a little muted. <laughs> but I added some flowers to the front. <sighs> Just the straight audacity of Sarah. I just don't. <laughs> I, I mean, it was probably just like, you know, it was 4.59 on family <laughs> day, and she's like, shit, uh, I forgot to practice my song. I, like, I didn't paint another house, so this is what yeah. we got. The shit takes time. The younger girl starts to get up, and she's holding a ventriloquist dummy. Clint Howard tells her, Amy, <laughs> sit your ass back down and wait your turn. Sit the fuck down, Amy. It is your brother's turn. <laughs> They've got a schedule. The young boy gets up instead. His name is Jed. I thought that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, so this funny is... Funny in a, like, what the hell? Why Why is anyone's name Jed? Well, <laughs> this is the second Jed that we've had on our show, right? And that they're both... Like, I, I didn't read the book, obviously, but mm. was it... Did you read the book? Like, is his name Jed in the book as well? I don't remember if his name's Jed. It probably is, and it Ron Oliver is. didn't write this episode. Yeah, well, I was thinking maybe if he added the like a character or something. It's just too convenient that he directed this and he That's wrote what and directed I thought, Full Because Moon. no one's name is Jed. No. So, I don't know. I'm going to have to investigate that because I refuse to believe. <laughs> or maybe, you know, R.L. Stein wrote this book. And then Ron Oliver named the character in Full Moon after the character in the book of Night of the Living Dummy. Mm, that doesn't seem very likely either, but it like, seems we'll keep it on the table. less likely, but right, there's right. got to be some reason. <laughs> Jed says, this week, I want to show a movie I made all about us. Oh, this is going to be sweet. He pops a VHS tape into the VCR and we watch his movie. The video starts with an incredible hip-hop version of the Goosebumps theme <gasps> yeah. in the background. Oh, man. You're listening to it right fucking now, because this thing is Isn't amazing. it great? It was so good. I'm, I loved every second of it. I love that he made that. I love he put it in the video. I love that it exists in general. It's so good. Yes. It is fantastic. And I liked when Are You Afraid of the Dark did that as well. Like, put the theme into the scene, like, you know, mixed I bet you that's a Ron a Oliver thing right there. I hope it happens a lot yeah. more, honestly. Give me every remix of Goosebumps. Especially because the Goosebumps theme song is just awesome. As yeah, it it's, is. it's fucking amazing. In the video, Mom is eating spoonfuls of ice cream straight out of the carton. Yeah. 
The boy narrates for us, telling us, this is mom, sticking to her diet again. Yeah, she's fucking munching on that ice cream, dancing and shit. It's amazing. She's dancing to that dope Goosebumps thing. I would be too, though. Like, that's my dream, is to have that playing while I'm eating a tub of ice cream and dancing. So, like, get it, mom, right? Yeah. Where you're in for a... Fucking dance party! <laughs> ice cream social style! No, that, that's a dream come true. Mom looks annoyed, of course. Dad crosses his arms with an expression like, So that's who ate my ice cream. <laughs> Cut to the next world. clip, where the boy tells us, And here's Dad getting his hair just right. As we see Clint in his car adjusting his toupee. Yeah, I mean, that's not that big of a deal, though. No, I mean... Who cares? It's... Like, the guy doesn't wear a toupee in any other scene of the show. Not even a little bit, no. He's... No, yeah. no pictures, nothing. He's he's just a, you know, middle-aged, balding man. Like, no big deal. He wears a toupee. He wants to look good. Yeah, whatever. He fucking owns it. Yeah, Jed. Fucking God. <sighs> Fuck you, Jed. <laughs> Next, Jed tells us, and this is why Sarah takes so long in the bathroom. And we see Sarah in the bathroom doing her makeup. Whoa. Uh, this is the least scandalous thing possible. It's like, this boy's recording this girl in the bathroom, and it's like, oh, <laughs> That's she's the putting scandal. on makeup. That's the scandal right there. Yeah. It's like, can you believe it? I busted her. She's putting on makeup. Yeah, they should be upset that he is, like, spying on her while she's in the bathroom, for sure. Yeah, but they're not. Nope. And the Amy laughs like it's some big gotcha. Like, ha ha! But the joke's on her, because now we <gasps> see a video of Amy changing. Oh my god, This Brandon. boy... This boy says, and guess whose new sweater Amy is trying on? Amy's smile disappears in an instant. Oh, that's perfect. Sarah looks down at her own sweater, which is the same one Amy was wearing in the video. (gasps) No, it's got scent of Amy on it. (laughs) Amy gets up to give her bro a pounding, but Clint Dad says, Amy, where's your sense of humor? Shut the fuck up, Dad. Yeah, yeah, like, fuck that. God, this family. So weird. Jed says he could make a fortune on that fractured family show. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what makes me think that they are a fractured family. Yeah, but in the videos, like, no one's doing anything. Yeah, right. He didn't catch, like, like his mom cheating on his dad or anything. <laughs> no. Like, it's not fucked up stuff. It's people, you know, just being people. And <laughs> the only thing odd about it is that this guy's going around recording it. True. Mom tells Jed next time... Ask to use the camera. Amy's okay. getting impatient. She was promised the 5.30 slot on family night, and she is not going to get bumped again. Oh she sits down with her dummy and starts asking him. So, Dennis, how was your family picnic? Were you bothered by any ants? No, worse. Termites. You've heard of the Terminator. Well, we had to call it the X-Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> That's not wordplay, Cortland. That's what the words mean. It's not a joke. Dad thought it was funny. Whatever. Supportive dad sitting there laughing away at his child's terrible jokes. For now. I think she's actually For pretty now. good at ventriloquism. Yeah, like, I couldn't tell if that was something that was, like, recorded later, or if she was actually performing ventriloquism in front of my eyes. I had the same thought, and I wrote it down, like, oh, maybe she's actually just good at ventriloquism. Or maybe they dubbed it in later, but after seeing other scenes of her doing it, I'm like, okay, yeah, they definitely dubbed it in later. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, it's convincing, so good job. Yeah, it works. 
Amy makes the dummy laugh at his own joke, but she laughs too hard and the dummy's head flies off. Yeah, like it's just like a stick on top or something. Jed thinks this shit is hilarious. Amy complains that this is so embarrassing. She says she needs a new dummy. Clint tells her, well, why don't you look behind the couch? Can we just talk for a second about how fucked up her uh, dummy Dennis is, though? Like, his <laughs> his hair and his eyes are all over the place. Yeah. She does need a new dummy. <laughs> his hair is just like a sloppy mess of orange, kind of all over the place. It's the perfect, like, generic ventriloquist dummy, I think. Yeah, he's very generic. Amy walks over to the couch and picks up this massive wooden chest that I refuse to believe she didn't see before. Right. She just walks right over to it and picks it up like, oh, this thing? (laughs) She pops open the box to see an obviously evil looking dummy lying there. Oh my god, right? Yes. (laughs) Like, if you got that, you'd be like, no, this is cursed or something. Yeah, this is definitely haunted. (laughs) He has red wood chiseled hair, <laughs> unlike Dennis, who has red, like, real hair or yeah, horse hair flowing. or something. <laughs> Fucking horse hair. <laughs> this dummy's hair is, like, just carved into his head. Slappy the dummy has just so many curves in his face. Like, that is... He does. <laughs> so weird. Yes, very angular. I don't get it. This is like a lumpy face. <laughs> He's also wearing a little tuxedo with a red bow tie compared to Dennis's just like red shirt and casual garb. Yes. Yeah. Dennis is an amateur and Slappy is a pro. Absolutely. Amy notices the nameplate on the box and says, Oh, wow, he's great. Slappy? Daddy, thank you. Amy takes the dummy out of the box and notices a card in Slappy's pocket. It reads, Karumari... Odana Loma Malono Kurano. Sure. Which is gibberish. Yes. Amy says it must be a foreign language or something and hey, stashes that back in his pocket. You have that written down, right? Yeah. Will you throw it into Google Translate real quick? <laughs> All right. Just to see if it's anything. Okay. Let's see. I mean, I don't know if you have to select a language or if it can kind of like autofill it, it in. It says but... auto detect, but uh, it's not picking it up. Nothing. So I'm guessing. Gibberish then. Got it. It's gibberish. All right. Jed heckles Amy, telling her that it means it takes a dummy to want a dummy. Ha ha, good Mom one. and dad give him a look like, oh, you. Nah, he's right, though. Jed can do no wrong. Amy hugs Slappy, <laughs> saying that they are going to make a great team. The camera spins around behind Amy, and we see Slappy's eyes move, and his eyebrows move into an angry expression. That happens all the time. Yes, it really does. When he does this, there's like little mechanical whirring sounds. It's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah, every time he moves, it's like... It's fucking a Dr. Vink robot. Which, I don't know, it's weird. But we have most of the characters now. Yes, yes. It's, it's this family. Amy is played by Maggie Castle. All right, all right. She's, act- she's had a pretty long career, actually. Did you recognize her? Um, no, I didn't. Has she been in Goose? Or uh, are you afraid of the dark already? Yes, she okay. was Sandra in Tale of the Stone Maiden. Oh, now, that episode I don't that had a billion fucking characters. Who Sandra is? That's the girl they played volleyball with, I think. Because I remember being like, "Oh, Sandy," you know, like in Greece. So. Oh yeah, okay. 
She was in the episode for like a cumulative like three minutes tops. Yeah. All right. I remember only one girl in that episode. Like one young girl. Right, Julie. Amy also played Jenny in Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. I haven't seen it. I've heard of that show, but I've never seen it. People say good things about it. Yeah, I've heard decent things about it. She also played Molly McDonald in Arthur from 1997 to 2018. Nice. Get it? And somebody Castle was her first name? (laughs) Maggie Castle. Get it, Maggie Castle. Next, we have Sarah, played by Katerina Scorsoni. Yeah. Katerina was also in a lot of stuff. Yep. She was in something called When the Dark Man Calls. Sounds pretty dope, okay. You know she was in an episode of Psy Factor Chronicles of the Paranormal. Nice, yes. (laughs) And she was in a billion episodes of Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice as someone named Amelia Shepard. So I'm guessing if you've seen either of those shows, you know who that is. Yeah, that's where I recognized her from. I was like, oh my god, it's baby Amelia. So (laughs) I was really excited to see her, and I think she did a fantastic job in this episode, as did uh, pretty much everybody. She's probably, like, the best actor in this episode. Mm, Yeah. Next is Jed, played by Andrew Sardella. Sure. Did you recognize him? No, should I have? Well, probably not. But he did play Max Keegan in The Tale of Cutter's Treasure. Oh, the the little brother? He played the little brother? Yeah, Rush's brother. I didn't recognize him even a little bit. Mm -mm. Andrew has a handful of other credits, including a few episodes of something called Book Mice... Oh, God, and I told you about Bookmice. That gave me nightmares. I, it <laughs> sounded familiar when I read it. I was like, Bookmice? That sounds weird, but also, like, I heard of it. There's an episode where the Bookmice get turned into cookies, and I just, I never finished that episode. It scared the fucking shit out of me somehow. I don't know. Anyway. Well, if it was Bookmice from Mars, then I would care, but. <laughs> okay. Mom is played by Gina Clayton. She had reoccurring roles in Degrassi, The Next Generation, Odyssey 5, and my best friend is an alien. Okay. Dad is played by Richard Fitzpatrick. He's mm. been in a million things. That's really weird. Starting with a role in Police Surgeon in 1974, and has most recently been in a TV movie called The Clue to Love just this year. Wow, okay. Like, in between, he's been in everything ever produced in Canada. But, <laughs> weirdly enough, not Are You Afraid of the Dark. Hmm. He must have been doing something that day or something. I guess. He must have been shooting like five other shows looking at his IMDb. <laughs> um, He already looks like he's like 50 years old in this episode, though, so damn. I wonder if he's older than Clint Howard. Uh, hmm. The world may never know. Back to the episode. Later that night in Amy's room, we see that old garbage dummy Dennis flopped over on a wooden bench. Fucking Dennis, yeah. Amy is holding that new hotness slappy. She's introducing herself, saying, It's nice to meet you, Slaps. Amy, as Slappy, responds, It's nice to meet you, too. (laughs) Except now she's not good at ventriloquism at all, and her (laughs) mouth is fully flapping. (laughs) Amy, as Amy, says, It must be great to have a new home. Then Slappy, as Slappy, says, in a completely different voice, You got that right, kid. Amy doesn't have time to question how she suddenly got so awesome at ventriloquism. Because at that moment, Sarah barges into Amy's room to tell her that she better not go in her room. Yeah, right? They go back and forth about the sweater incident a bit. And then Sarah tells Amy to go to bed. Amy says, don't have to. Then Slappy backs her up saying, yeah, we don't have to. (laughs) That's pretty great. Come on, mom says so. (laughs) 
Sarah doesn't question that this voice couldn't possibly come from Amy and just tells her, Mom and Dad said, lights out. Yeah, and Amy, like, looks at the dummy like, what the fuck? You know, so it's just A little bit. She only gives Slappy, like, the tiniest of odd glances, like, hmm. What? (laughs) (laughs) Magical dummy, a little bit? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Not that interesting. Then she picks him up and puts him next to Dennis on the bench, telling Den that Slappy is going to be his new best friend. Aw, how sweet. She walks away to lay down for the night, but before she can even get comfortable, there's a loud thud. She gets up to investigate and finds Dennis plopped onto the floor. Yeah. She picks him up and goes, Aw, Dennis. Yeah, right? Like, it's his fault. What the hell happened? That was hilarious. Like, what even? Ah, being affected by gravity? Fuck you, Dennis. (laughs) I don't even get Get it. Get your shit together. We cut to even later in the night when everyone is asleep. We see a first-person shot of somebody very short waddling through the hallway. Their little shoes are tip-tapping, and they are holding something in front of the camera. Couldn't tell what it was quite yet. The mysterious character walks into Sarah's room, and for a moment looks at Sarah. And I thought, this could get real dark real quick. But it doesn't, because the character, he or she, we don't know what this tiny little thing is, Mm -hmm, turns toward mm -hmm. Sarah's precious painting of the house and walks up to it. We fast forward to the next morning, and Sarah is yelling for mom and dad. We go inside her room, and she tells them, My painting is ruined! Look! And we do look. We see the house, and in front of it... Still standing. Red kindergarten finger paint versions (laughs) of everyone in the family. Pretty great. Pretty great. Stick figure drawings. Yeah. I love it. I love it, too. I thought it was fantastic. (laughs) I, I didn't remember this, and I knew that he, like, messed it up. Yeah. But I didn't remember it was stick figure drawings and like thinking about it, like that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's outrageous. <laughs> he could have just like slashed to the painting or just put streaks all across it, but he like delicately was like, and there's the eyes and yes. there's the bows. Here's the triangles, so we know what it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Nice dress, Toots. <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny. Amy casually wanders in now and goes, oh, wow. <laughs> I am I just gotta say, Amy is not a good actress. Nah, she's not. She's the worst out of everybody. Yes, she's by far the worst. I'm, I'm guessing she's probably gotten better over the years. She's, you know, she's, she's done a lot stuff. of work. But in yeah. this, oof. Yeah, she ain't great. Jed, who remember is something of a prankster himself, says, why did you? do that amy's like what i didn't do this and she lifts up a paintbrush saying i just found this in the hall how convenient seriously sarah tells her you were always jealous of my art (laughs) this fucking family man she's like so like pretentious She paints pictures of her house. I mean, look, she's got talent. They have everyone's the got to start somewhere. I get that. They're well <laughs> off. Like <laughs> she's sitting here talking about, like, oh, you were always jealous of my talent, my craft. Look at that front door; it's beautiful. And you know what? She's right, Brandon. I love it. Uh, it's not bad, despite what I said earlier. <laughs> Amy says, "Why would I do this?" Sarah snaps back. Then who did? 
The Tooth Fairy. Good one. Jed is like, even I wouldn't do this, man. Mom finally has a line telling Jed to stay out of it. And Clint Howard says, we'll talk about this later. <sighs> he always wants to talk about it later. Spoilers. Yeah, that's his whole thing. That's their whole thing is just like, maybe this problem will just sort itself out if we just ignore it. Yep, for everything. And it, do it does. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happens, yeah. Amy yells that she's always blamed for everything around here and storms off. The camera zooms very close into the stick figure of what I guess is supposed to be Amy. It's very hard to tell. I think, so. stick figure. I think it's supposed to be Amy because it's like shorter than the other girl stick figure. We transition into Amy's room. She's hurrying to get ready for school. But before she leaves for the bus, she takes Slappy's hand and tells him, Sorry you got stuck with such a bizarre family. Fractured families, and now this, like, these people. They're not that weird. Yeah, they are, Brandon. They're fucking weirdos. They're not that weird. From what we've been given so far, they're weird. The family night is the weirdest thing about them. Other than that, it's just like normal... You know, siblings squabbling and okay, yeah, I guess you're parents right. ignoring their kids. <laughs> ah, completely normal, yes. <laughs> when Amy pulls her hand back, she notices red stuff all over it. It looks like blood, but she immediately recognizes it as red paint. How peculiar. We see Slappy and his eyes over until he's <laughs> looking into the camera. I gotta ask Brandon, like, his hand is cloth, right? So wouldn't that red, red paint, like, stain forever? You would think... But okay. he's also magical, so who knows. Huh. Yeah. Amy investigates his tiny little puppet hand and sees it's all covered in red paint. Which, I don't really understand how, because he used that paintbrush, didn't he? He was very delicate about his strokes, so I'm not sure. Yeah, like he wasn't sloppy. He's not sloppy, he's slappy. <laughs> Good one! Slappy keeps staring at the camera in a snitches-get-stitches kind of way. Mm -hmm. Amy walks away, and his eyebrows do that thing again that they always do. They always do, yes. Hey there, everybody. Cortland here, your good buddy and the Family Night winner. Thank you so much for listening into our show. Whether you're new this week or a longtime fan, we always appreciate you spending some time with us. Our Patreon-exclusive giveaway has officially ended, and the winners will be announced next week. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. If you're looking for more content from us, just visit patreon.com slash privateisland and become a patron for as little as $1 a month. You'll get instant access to early release episodes and so much more. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, the Bronze Beth, Eddie, Mia, Tristan, Venice Witch, and Sarah, the Silver Goth, Stephen, Shane, Preston, Matt, Geraldine, Kristen, Evelyn, Aaron, and Brittany, the Golden Day Days, Faith, Sarah, and Angela, the Platinum Bostics, Bryce, Kathy, Matt, and Farron, and the Diamond Zebo, Michael. Thank you so much for your support, everyone. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. With new content for every episode, handmade videos, memes, and gifts, and watch parties every Wednesday night, it's the perfect time to check us out and follow us on Instagram at Private Island Presents. For more updates on Twitter, check us out at PRVT Island. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show, aside from this theme dating start from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. This week's promo is for the Adventure Time podcast, Oh My Glob, with hosts Amy and Matt. Hi, I'm Amy. And I'm Matt. And we're the hosts of Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. Come along with us as we go through every episode of Adventure Time, from episode one all the way to the end. 
Each episode includes deep dives, listener feedback, and my favorite, Amy's prediction for what the next episode is going to be about based on the title. We're currently on season 4 out of 10, so if you're a new listener, you got plenty to binge. You can find Oh My Glob and Adventure Time podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Until then, catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye! Bye! Thanks for listening, everyone. For now, I'll let you get back to the show, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye! Now we cut to family night again. Fucking family night already. It's every day. I I think it is, yeah. Clint Howard takes the stage with a cowboy hat and an acoustic guitar, and he leads his family... His family, if not young children, he leads them in a round of, if you're happy and you know it. Even Jed is probably like, what, eight, nine years old? Yeah, he's the youngest one, and he is way too old for this. Yeah, Amy's probably like 10, 11, and then um, Sarah is probably like 13, 14, somewhere around there, maybe. Yeah, but everyone is smiling and happy and clapping. And they're like, clap your hands. They're like, woo! Go, Dad! Pops finishes and says, thank you, ladies and germs, to thunderous applause. Oh, Lord. And introduces Amy and Slappy to the stage. Did you notice that mom has, like, pom-poms in her hands? Like, she's already performed her, like, cheerleader routine. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Amy as Slappy opens with a, hey, you family, nice to see ya. Amy asks Slappy how he likes being part of the Kramer family. Amy Slappy responds, it's fantastic. But my last family was a pine tree. And dad is loving this shit. Dad loves that. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. This is right up his alley. Not for long. But then Amy asks Slappy what he thought of dad's song. And Slappy as Slappy says, That was your dad? Well, what a relief. I thought the cat got stuck in the dishwasher. That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) And dad is not loving this. He says... Amy, that's not very nice. Fuck you, Dad. (laughs) Cortland, I want you to insert the clip right here of Dad saying, where's your sense of humor? Where's your sense of humor? Okay. Right here. All right. Amy looks shocked that this is coming out of Slappy. And like, sure, rightfully so. But what, like, what was the intended punchline to this joke? She said, hey, how did you like Dad's song? And then what what was she going to say? That's a good question. Was she going to be like, how did you like that song? And then slap you, oh, voice of an angel, that one. (laughs) And how offended can he really be? Like, he wasn't singing Whitney Houston out there. He was singing If You're Happy and You Know It. I wish he was singing Whitney Houston. What's your favorite Whitney Houston song? I just want to know. The one where she wants to dance with somebody. Me too. Oh, Oh, girl. I love that song. I want to dance with Whitney Houston. That is a jam. (sighs) Anyway, Slappy continues his comedy roast, saying, And how about that mother of yours? She went to a store and asked the clerk if he had anything her size, and he told him to try the freight elevator. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, burn, <laughs> fucking damn. Yeah, that one's that one's a little bit more of like a personal jab. That was so mean, I love it. But that. also, like, Amy's mom is not a big woman. No, she's, she's very normal. Uh, just because she ate some fucking ice cream that one time, Slappy's like, excellent ammo. <laughs> he knows what will hurt her. Yeah. She doesn't like being called fat, but she doesn't like it as much as, like, I wouldn't like it. <laughs> Somebody said that to me. 
<laughs> she's just like she just kind of like moves her shirt over like oh you know yeah she sits with her arms crossed like with her pom-poms on her lap like amy says that it wasn't her jed sarcastically snaps back oh the dummy made me do it slappy's on fire though and now he tells jed i wouldn't laugh you're such a booger brain you tried to grow an eggplant by burying a chicken that one's kind of not great yeah, that one's lie. lame did you notice that Jed has sunglasses on the top of his head in almost every single scene? Jed is always wearing all black yeah. and has sunglasses, and it's never mentioned. No, Jed's barely mentioned anyway. He's like, I guess he's supposed to be like a dark, uh, you know, artistic soul, like one of those guys who just goes around recording people's in bathrooms and changing and stuff. Oh, right. Totally. One of those. Yeah. Yeah, except he gets, like, bar- barely any screen time, or he's mentioned, like, n- nobody cares about Jed. Kind yeah. of a missed opportunity. Maybe he's more in the books. I don't know. Jed and even Amy tell Slappy to cut it out, but Slappy can't stop. He says to Sarah, It's on a roll. You call yourself an artist? Why don't you give up brushes and try using a roller? Nah, that was, that was a pretty shit one, too. Mom and Dad's roasts, though, really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quit while you're ahead, Slappy. Yeah. Amy is desperately trying to get her hand out of Slappy now, but he's latched onto her arm. Yeah, like a fucking facehugger. Sarah gets up to pull on the dummy. All the while, he's like, Oh, come on. What are you doing? Just be fucking cool, man. (laughs) Finally, Slappy pops off her arm. She tries to explain that it wasn't her saying those incredibly mild insults. It was Slappy. (laughs) But nobody is having any of that, and Dad sends her and Slappy up to bed. Amy walks away with her tail between her legs, and we hear a faint little slappy laugh in the background. Yeah, we also get to see Mom twirling her baton, like, (laughs) upsettingly. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's It's amazing. I'd love to see, like, the the subtitles. It's, like, angry baton twirling. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Like, disappointed baton twirling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, upstairs, great. Amy throws Slaps back into the trunk, asking, Who are you? What are you? She tells him, Maybe I'm crazy, but not crazy enough to let you do the talking for me. And she slams the lid down on Slappy's face. She's a bit of an eyebrow actress right there, by the way. I'm just seeing the, watching the scene as you were, uh, you know, making it come to life in words. And she has yeah. that eyebrow thing going on. I love it. It's a lot of eyebrow acting. In general, yeah, throughout the episode. Later on, Amy is in her room with a friend coloring a Save the Rainforest dance poster with markers. Really fabulous poster, honestly. Great work, ladies. Yeah, I like it. I like the colors. The shading. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Amy is like, so are you going to ask Shane to the dance? And her friend, whose name is Margot, is like, I don't know. Margot calls out to her little sister saying, Alicia, what have you got there? Alicia says, some dolls, I found them. Margot apologizes for Alicia getting into Amy's shit. Amy mm-hmm. says, yo, that's right. <laughs> Margot asks why she always has to babysit. And Amy tells her it's because you're in the middle. The oldest gets to do whatever they want, and the youngest gets away with everything. Yes. I, w- I-, I was a middle child. Yeah, I wasn't. I was the baby. I got away with everything. You sure did. Whatever. I didn't even do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you got away with it yeah i got away with sitting in my room playing video games <laughs> i'm such an asshole then amy says sometimes i wish i didn't have 
any brothers or sisters. Margot is like, yeah, tell me about it. While the camera is focused on her little sister, Alicia. Yeah. Alicia notices the dirty old slappy trunk in Amy's closet, and for some reason, that's enticing to her. Yeah, right? Uh, pff, whatever. How old do you think she is? Like, six? Seven, maybe? <laughs> she's like seven, and she sees a dirty box, and she's like, whoa. That Stop is everything. treasure. I need it. <laughs> now Sarah comes into the room to yell at Amy for having stolen the markers. They get into an argument with Amy telling Sarah to stay out of her life. As somebody that has done art, I feel like markers is like the worst medium. Just gonna say I, it. I hate markers, honestly. Yeah, I don't. They I bleed, can, and yeah. it's like they're streaky, and you have to like go over everything. But then it looks like you went over it's too it. dark yeah. in one <laughs> yeah. spot and too light in another. It's like, and then you rip the paper because it's just like it's so wet. It's the worst. <laughs> it's, Color pencils are far far superior. Shit. While all of this arguing was going on, Alicia had jammed her hand into Slappy and starts talking to him. Amy notices and yells at her not to touch that! Alicia tells them that Slappy told her he couldn't breathe in that box. That's a pretty good line. I like that. Nobody nobody even says anything about it, though. <laughs> no, not at all. Slappy says, Hey, Margo, you can forget about Shane. He thinks you got a face like a can of worms. Margo is like, What did you say to me, you little shit? Alicia thinks that Slappy is hilarious, but Slappy grabs onto her with his tiny little puppet hand and she screams. <laughs> Every time, there's a lot of shots of his little hand grabbing things. Yeah, it's and it, funny. It just looks funny because it's just, <laughs> it's the tiniest little hand and it just like slaps onto things. <laughs> it's like, and also it's just like made of like felt or something. Yeah. Like it is the flimsiest hand. I love it. I think it's amazing. Alicia yells that he won't let go and she keeps struggling to get free while Slappy just laughs and jiggles his eyeballs side to side. <laughs> yes, that's the best part because we get a commercial break right here where he's laughing and then we come back from commercial break and he's just wiggling his eyes side to side for some reason. And I'm yeah, like, that's the most Ron Oliver great. shit. I love it. Oh, must have had so much fun with that slappy, like, animatronic or whatever he was. Yeah. Mom finally busts into the room to see what all the hubba is about. Slappy says, uh-oh, and let's go. Margo has had enough of this shit and says, stay away from her. And she pulls Alicia away to leave. Yeah. Because she thinks that Amy did all this shit. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to. Right. Because Amy was holding the dummy, so she just figured that... She was somehow controlling that felt hand that has no control uh, and grabbed her sister for, like, I don't know, 20 seconds. How, like, at what point would you be like, okay, that dummy's haunted and is really, you know, evil? Definitely the part where uh, he made a voice that she couldn't possibly make. You think that would be your first thought and not like, oh, that's, you know, they've got a voice recorder down there or something. They've got a talk boy, like... Oh, you've got a face like a can of worms. I don't know what I would think. I probably would question it a, a lot more than what she did. So, I mean, me being me, I would be like this. I would be dummy's like this haunted. dummy's evil right away. But <laughs> yeah, like you would open the box and be like, nope, and close yeah. it because that dummy is pure evil. But I can't fault anyone for being like Amy. Why are you doing this? Amy gives the usual excuses, but Margot calls her a big fat liar, adding Damn. that she never wants to see her. Not. Ever. Oh, that's pretty sad. Mom says, all right, that's it. 
You're going to stay in your room until your dad gets back from Uncle Ron's house, and I don't want to hear another word about that dummy. Does she say Uncle Ron? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, okay. Ron Howard, Cortland. That's a joke. I, okay. <laughs> Not a millisecond after Mom closes the door, Slappy is laughing at all the minor chaos he has caused. Yeah, he loves it. I love it too, though, so good on you, Slappy. Well, these characters are essentially out of the story now, but Margot okay. is played by Carrie Duff. Yes. Who we saw not too long ago. She was barely in Welcome to Camp Nightmare. Yep. But she was also Nikki in The Tale of the Night Nurse. Yep, the older sister. Yeah. She was in that episode with Shadia Simmons, who played the little sister in this, Alicia. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I Like, it's great that they're both in Goosebumps. Like, I kind of thought they would be, because they're good actresses. But I didn't expect them to be sisters again. <laughs> like, yeah. That's crazy to me. It's cool, though. But also, they're babies I mean, in this. I Little guess babies. it's Canada. It's... Yeah. I want more Shadia Simmons, because I love her. She's fantastic. Yeah, she seems like she's really good. And her, like, she has a pretty good amount of roles. Mm-hmm. Color of friendship, bro. <laughs> Most importantly, she played Zoe in the Disney Channel movie Quince. Oh, I forgot about Quince. Yeah, it's not one of the better Disney Channel movies, <laughs> but I remember it. That's because they played it all the fucking time. They played all of them all the fucking time. True, true. It would be like, this is the Disney Channel original movie for this month, and we're going to play it every single day, five times a day. Yeah. Back to the episode. At a family meeting, which is not to be confused with family night, but for some reason they still all have to be there. Dad is telling Amy that she can't keep blaming Slappy for all the bad shit she's doing. Amy's defense is that she can't help it if Slappy's haunted or something. Right. Sarah and Jed comment from the peanut gallery saying that this is all too weird. Okay, I, I just want to say, Brandon, like, if your children were like, oh, it's the dummy, wouldn't you at least check the dummy out to see if it had some sort of animatronics in it, to see if there was cameras in there, like somebody's controlling it, anything? Because they don't even look at the dummy. Like, they don't investigate it even a little bit. <laughs> no, they don't do anything. I can I can blame them, but not all the way, because in their mind, Amy's acting out, and she's lying about it, and they're just waiting for her to fess up. Right. They don't give her any compelling reason to, but they're just like, eventually she's going to be like, alright, it was me. Yeah, or she'll fuck up and we'll see her do it. Like, yeah. It's a waiting game with these parents. That's, that's their plan. Mom gets real telling Amy that if she really, truly believes that a dummy is causing all this trouble, then maybe they need to get her some help. It's pretty deep. Like, yeah. She's very clearly Seems. talking about psych- like psychiatric help. Amy feels like no one is willing to believe her objectively ridiculous story and runs upstairs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The camera stays with the rest of the family for an oddly long time as Jed asks if he can finally watch TV now. <laughs> and then it lingers for a little bit longer. I was just waiting for, like, something to happen, and it didn't really. <laughs> no. He just wants to watch TV, and the kid, the, the family's just like, Jed, you know. <laughs> Such a jokester. Then we cut to nighttime. Amy is asleep in her bed. Her closet door opens up a crack. Mom and Dad fell asleep in front of a staticky TV. What? No. No, they could not have. 
It's straight out of like Poltergeist, and they're sitting there just snoozing away in front of the t- in full sitting position next to each other, watching Static. Give me a fucking break. They were watching a VHS tape, and then it ended. Is that when Static came on? Because I was trying to think about it the other day. Like, when is Static even a thing? You know? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen a Staticy TV. Same, same, yeah. Amy hears some little tip-tap sounds in the hall, and that's enough to wake her up. She notices Slappy's (laughs) box is empty and gasps. Oh, no. Downstairs, we get a pretty cool shot of Slappy's silhouette on the staircase as he waddles his way toward the sleeping parents. It's perfect, yeah. It, like, bounces. It's great. Yeah, I like it a lot. Dad's guitar is still lying on the ground, and Slappy picks it up with his tiny puppet hand. Amy races downstairs to find Slappy with the guitar raised behind his back. He's going to smash it into Mom and Dad. Which, like, let's be honest. It would be annoying to wake up to a guitar hitting you. But, like, how hard could he hit? Really? He's a dummy. Yeah. Um... I've, okay, so if you were Amy in this situation, I feel like the best course of action would be to let Dad get hit by that guitar. Because there's then you get that irrefutable proof that the dummy is alive, right? Because it would be right there in front of you like, Nah, I hit you with the guitar! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, her best course of action would be to run back upstairs and go into bed. Yes, right. Even just <laughs> pretend to sleep. Because, hypothetically, if he hit them and then... The dummy laid down and pretended to be a dummy. Yeah. They would wake up and be like, what the fuck? Did something hit me with this guitar? It was probably Amy. And then they'd go up to Amy's room and she'd be laying down and be like, oh, fuck, this thing's evil. Exactly. But no. So I think that the implication here is that Slappy would bash them with the guitar until they were dead, right? (laughs) Like, you would bash their brains in with this guitar. Which would be pretty impossible because that guitar would break before their skulls would yeah anyway that's that's not amy's plan because what she does is she water boy tackles slappy to the ground waking up mom and dad mom right away is like how could you amy yeah right there's like really no good response amy could possibly give here but she tries with uh slappy was gonna hit dad (laughs) (laughs) yeah because she is on top of the guitar which is on top of slappy and it's broken and she's on top of all of that it's like a dog pile it's just a Um, pile of amy and wood pieces (laughs) and slappy so (laughs) some strings in there yeah i don't know what they thought she was doing like if she was holding slappy holding in the guitar or why wouldn't she just yell and be like mom dad wake up you're about to get bashed with a guitar then i don't know like slappy would be laying on the ground because he'd pretend to be a dummy and then the parents would be like amy what the fuck like why why are you setting this up so many possibilities and she chose the wrong (laughs) yeah mom and dad are like what the fuck who what mom picks up the dummy and sees that dad's guitar is toast all that hard work practicing twinkle twinkle for the next family night wasted oh man poor dad Clint Dad stands up and says, This stops here and now. Get your ass back upstairs and get in bed. We'll discuss this tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Mom continues just holding Slappy for some reason, and the camera pulls in so we can see Slappy's eyes moving yet again. He loves to move his eyes. (sighs) Always being aware of his surroundings. (laughs) 
it works the first time you see his eyes move you're like whoa something's up here but now i'm just like okay we get it yeah we just saw him try to bash the the brains of the parents in with a guitar (laughs) it's not so surprising that he can still move his eyes (laughs) yeah we know he's evil (laughs) the next morning at breakfast jed is giving amy shit for breaking the guitar amy tells him she ain't never did nothing dad says sarah jed get ready for school Jed's like, uh, I am ready. Sarah translates the parent speak, telling Jed that means they want to speak to Amy alone. Mm-hmm. Now that they've got her alone, Mom and Dad bring the thunder by begging Amy to tell them what they should do with her. Yeah. Weak. They've tried nothing, and they're all out of ideas. I love that line, yes. <laughs> She just reiterates that uh, she's telling the truth about Slappy. Yep. Mom and Dad sigh, and Mom says she's late for an open house. Because apparently, she set aside negative ten minutes for this very important <laughs> family discussion. That's what I thought, yeah, because they didn't get anywhere with it. It lasts, like, maybe a minute, and she's like, well, I'm already fucking late. Like, girl, what? <laughs> like, what if this discussion had actually yielded some results, and Amy was like... Yeah, I've I've just been having dark thoughts about murdering my family, Mom. Like, what was Mom planning to do? She'd been like, I ain't got time for this. <laughs> Later. I'm late. Open house, baby. <sighs> Dad says, when you're ready to talk about what is really bothering you, we'll talk. Is that yep. clear? Dad says... We'll save this for later, just like we save everything for later, because we're the worst family. Yes. He says it in a way that sounds like he's trying to deliver, like, some tough love. (laughs) But what he's really saying is, like, go ahead, keep destroying all of our property, and call us booger brains. (laughs) The ball is in your court, Amy. Tell us when you're ready to talk. (laughs) I don't get it. Later on, Margot and a group of other girls are putting up signs for the dance around town. Talking about how it's going to be the dopest fucking dance. Yeah. I assume this was like a school dance, so I don't know why they need to advertise it. Must be a fundraiser? I don't know. The people coming to the dance are there already. And anyway, they're, they're putting up the sign in the middle of nowhere on the side of a road <laughs> where people aren't going to stop. I know. It's great. <sighs> anyway, Amy walks up saying, hey, Margot," And true to Margot's word, she walks away without looking at or responding to Amy. I felt really bad for Amy right there. Yeah, I'm starting to feel really bad for Amy, like, in every single scene. Because she's <laughs> she's actually trying very hard to, like, protect her family and stuff. And everyone's just like, oh, Amy. Amy pulls out Slappy and tells him, you won't be hurting me again. Not ever. And she just straight up chucks Slappy down a storm drain. <laughs> yep. Now he's Pennywise. The origin Slappy story right is there. like, ah, oh, fucking what? No way. <laughs> it's great. No, kid, please, no. <laughs> oh, I love it when people are like kicking him and tackling him. He's always like, ah, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> it's, it's the best. <laughs> it's really great. Oh, back at home, it's nighttime, and Sarah and Amy are doing chores around the house. Sarah asks, okay, for real though, why did you do it? wreck dad's guitar amy tells her there's no point in telling her the truth because she won't believe her and she walks away sarah yells after her saying well tell jed to wipe his stupid feet and the camera pans down to show sarah mopping up tiny doll-sized footprints from the floor that has nothing to do with that conversation that they just had though like where is it coming from 
No, it really doesn't. It's like, well, okay, you broke you broke Dad's guitar, but what about these footprints, though? Yeah, these footprints that I already know aren't from you. I just, it was, like, I get that they had to to show, like, you know, the exposition or whatever, but it's just so weird. Like, yeah, well, tell Jed these footprints are dumb. Like, huh? <laughs> Sarah, what? Yeah. Not even a part of this conversation. My problem is that, like, if she did think that Jed made those footprints, then why the hell is Jed not down there cleaning Good them up? point. Yeah. Well, maybe it's kind of the what they talked about earlier with the family dynamic where Jed doesn't have to do anything because it, it kind of shows way. Jed just like laying in his bed doing nothing. <laughs> Jed is Ooh. definitely the golden child. He is yeah. the good son. So I'm thinking that that's what it is. It's like subtly being like, yeah, Jed doesn't have to do nothing. It's <sighs> annoying. Little younger kids get away with everything. Yeah. Amy gets to her room before noticing that the muddy footprints go all the way through her room and under her bed. She looks under the bed and a familiar voice says, Hey, Amy, guess who? Standing behind her is Slappy. Yeah. She says, Stay away from me. But Slappy says, We're partners, Amy. Wasn't very nice of you to dump me in the sewer like that. It's true. And his facial features jiggle a bit. <laughs> Amy asks what he wants and he tells her, what what do you want? Don't you, you get it yet? You can't, you can't get rid of me. What are you talking about? Don't you remember? And the show gives us a little flashback in case we didn't remember that. And honestly, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. There was that I, weird gibberish. My favorite part about this flashback is that she says like some of the words again and they're not what he just said. But, yeah, whatever. How are you supposed to remember gibberish? That's a good point. Slappy tells Amy, we're one now, inseparable, my slave, which are, there's, those are somewhat contradictory statements, I think. That's what I thought, yeah. Like, we're one and the same, we're on the same level here, we're teammates, but also you're my slave. <laughs> Amy says, fuck that, you can't make me do anything. Slappy slaps back, saying, I can make you do anything I want. You have no choice. Your whole family thinks you're crazy. I love this. Yeah. Amy throws a pillow at him, which he dodges pretty, pretty easily. <laughs> oh my god. He, like, swag steps it. It's amazing. <laughs> he's like, like fucking Matrix. It's awesome. Yeah, he's got them puppet moves. <laughs> so good. Slappy continues, they're gonna lock you up. Maybe they'll see you on visiting days. While he's talking, the camera quick cuts to different parts of Slappy's face. And I think it does a pretty good job of making him seem pretty threatening. It's very reminiscent of um, Welcome to Camp Nightmare with the quick cuts and stuff. And they're done so effectively. That's just the Ron Oliver charm. Mm -hmm. Talk about it all the fucking time because he's amazing. So He's a master. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I do feel like Slappy's threatening here. But also he, he's just a dummy. So Yeah, you know. that's kind of... I mean, it's not, it's not really a flaw. Because, you know, this isn't going for, like, a child's play murdering doll thing. But he is actually, like, not that threatening. <laughs> like, he, right. he he disses you a little bit, but, like, not more than your friends at school would do. And <laughs> he messes up your paintings, but it's, like, kind of what your little siblings do anyway. He's just kind of a little shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he almost bashed mom and dad with a guitar, but, like... 
He's a puppet, so like it's not like it would hurt <laughs> yeah. that much. It would just kind of bounce off your head, and you'd be like, "Ow, what the fuck?" And yeah, then I was sleeping, fucking wasted, waking me up, and you'd go back to sleep. <laughs> sure. Amy is so done now. She gets up and tackles Slappy again. While she's got him pinned down, he tells her that he could hurt her family in a hundred different ways. She yells, uh, "No, yeah. I won't let you!" Someone finally takes notice of all the shouting in her room, and Sarah comes in to check things out. Amy runs to her to tell her that Slappy has gone mad. Now, Slappy could have played it cool here and just laid down, making Amy yeah. seem even more crazy. But we only have like three minutes left. So. <laughs> but the camera pulls in close to the ground as he sits up like Dracula and spins around, saying, so good. Hey, Sarah, want to play? That was okay. I think that's a line from Child's Play. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to say when you're, like, a, a dummy? I would say, like, some sort of incoherent screeching noises and run after them. That's probably what I'd do. That'd be the most... That'd work as well. Asserting dominance, like, you know, kind of sitch. I gotta say, Cortland, like, yeah. the sense of relief I get in stories when a character isn't believed about something, and then another person gets to see the proof... Yeah. Like, it cannot be overstated how much that like makes me feel better because I, I like stress out when people aren't being <laughs> believed about things i don't um, know why but that that always gets to me i'm well, like you know oh my god J. jonah jameson spider-man was doing good <laughs> <laughs> um that's not that weird brandon i can't really make fun of you for it because like i feel probably less strongly about it but like i also am happy uh, especially in this context where Sarah gets to see it happen. I think it just adds another fun level to the, the whole story. Yeah. Both the girls scream and the lights shut off. In another room, Jed looks around saying, What's going on? <laughs> I loved it. I loved that part. What is this? I wonder. Perhaps I shall What's get out of happening? bed. All that screaming and then light shutting off. Perhaps I'll put my sunglasses on now. <laughs> Perhaps not. He doesn't. The two girls run away, and the camera follows them down the hall close to the ground. They lock themselves into the bathroom while Slappy waits outside. He jiggles the handle for a bit before giving up and walking away. At that moment, the girls simultaneously remember that they aren't home alone and yell, Jed! Through a sequence of Dutch angles, they make their way downstairs, calling out for their brother. The pivoting Dutch angles? Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's the fanciest of Dutch angles. It's angled one way... And then spins the other way. I love it. That's how I would make my movies and stuff. I didn't even know that was possible. Sarah grabs a flashlight from a closet, and Amy grabs a mop. Yeah. <laughs> a mop. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what she's planning on doing with that, but alright. They continue the search into the next room, where they hear tippity-tap footsteps all around them, and things falling, before they finally find Slappy lounging on the chandelier. Yeah, I don't know how he got up there, but he did. <sighs> he jokes... I've seen better swings on playgrounds. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I didn't know what is he was it? talking about, and then I was like, oh, it's because she's swinging the mop at him, and she is nowhere near him. No, it's not good, but I, I just, I don't know. We should move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's a fantastic joke. Slappy drops to the ground, and they manage to lose him somehow. They look around right, for him right. for a bit before Amy gets grabbed around the ankle by his tiny puppet hand, and he trips her over. Have you seen the first Child's Play movie? Yes, I have. Okay, I thought you did. All right. 
some events in at this portion kind of seem a little bit similar, but also like not at all. So I feel like if you're making a evil doll episode of a TV show, like you're going to be paying at least some homage to Child's Play, whether intentional or not. Yeah. Although I do believe there's this Twilight Zone episode that has one with a I don't know if it actually gets up and moves or anything, but it's a the Evil talking doll, right? talking Tina, tiny Tina, some something like that. Yeah, yeah. I've I think she just like talks shit. I don't like you very much. Yeah, <laughs> you aren't one of my favorite people. And then people are like, "Oh, my heart! No, I want <laughs> my love from Tiny Tina." And then they die. Yeah, that's. I mean, Child's Play probably took something from that. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah. Slappy stands on top of a table, saying, "From now on, this family belongs to me." You're mine, Amy. You're mine. Amy, meanwhile, is trying to reach for her mop like it's a gun in an action movie. Oh, right? Amazing, right? Yes. She isn't even... Every time she, like, grabs behind her, it's not any closer to the mop. She's just grabbing in the same spot. It's great. <laughs> but before she can grab it, someone tackles Slappy, and his head hits the fireplace, shattering like <laughs> porcelain. Yeah. Oh, man. So what? easily defeated. Why did it shatter so easily? Well, she already tackled that thing to the ground at least twice before, yes. and it didn't this shatter. This is the third time he's been tackled, I believe. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. This time it was just like... Yeah, he shattered like, uh, I don't know, just glass. It was yeah. great. A green Disney villain-looking mist pours out of his head. Yeah, it looks like it stinks, too. <laughs> it probably does. <laughs> The girls don't have time to contemplate what the fuck just happened because mom and dad come home asking what the um, fuck just happened. Let's just say, though, uh, let's just warp back a little bit. Sarah had fully had enough time to contemplate what happened because she didn't help her sister a even a little bit. She was just standing there with the flashlight, making sure the camera got all the right shots. <laughs> I don't know what she was doing. The answer was nothing. The girls explained that Slappy was evil and he was attacking them, but Jed came and saved them. Jed finally comes up behind everyone, like, huh? What did I do? Oh my god, Brandon the Spart. Amy says, if you didn't do it, then who? And the camera turns around, and we see Dennis the dummy standing oh triumphantly on the table. Yeah. What the fuck? Dennis's eyes move, and Dennis says, <laughs> It's good to be back in the family again. <laughs> it does that thing where it's like it does the three like closer 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 shots to his face yeah because it's like what the fuck is going on and then he's fucking goofy and he's like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like what what yeah oh it is it wild was, it was probably the perfect ending though i loved it wow I mean, that's it. Like, the family just kind of looks around for a little bit, and then that's the end. Yeah, they're just like, wow. Fuck. Oh my god. Amazing. It's Dennis, baby! It was probably my favorite episode so far, I think. It was so good. So good. It's a good one. Dennis, that was the last thing that I thought was gonna happen, and it fucking happened, and... Oh my god. Yeah, that's the thing, is you really forget that Dennis even exists, because he's, yeah. he, like... He doesn't do anything. No, she gets that fucking upgrade and it's like Dennis's old news. Yep. And then he comes it's, back. It's great. Check out awesome. I just love the part where he's like, what up, fam? <laughs> yeah. 
And of all the voices for him to have. <laughs> oh my gosh, right? But wow. I loved it, though. What an such episode. such a good episode. I liked it from start to finish. I liked all the characters. I liked uh, the twist at the end was so good. Um, I just really liked it. Yeah. I'm excited for more because I'm sure that there's going to be at least another, you know, Night of the Living Dummy episode. Because I think there's like a million books of it, so. He went to that well a few times, yeah. yeah. For good reason. This is really good stuff. Yeah. I feel like this is another one where it is probably better as an episode than a book. I have to imagine. With, with the choices that uh, Ron Oliver did with the camera work and stuff, I think it just really enhanced the whole story. And that's coming from somebody that hasn't read the book, so I could be wrong, but like I don't think I am. The dummy looks great, too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it looks on the cover of the book, but it is a good-looking dummy, and it's, you know, it's scary. Yeah. It's overall really liked it. Probably my favorite episode so far, I think. Yeah. It's one of those ones that you can go back and watch like over and over again and just enjoy. So that's like A plus material for me right there. Another Ron Oliver banger. Yes. Yes. I don't remember if he um directed more than Welcome to Camp Nightmare in this episode so far for us, but like so far, like he is on a roll, not gonna lie. No, I think those are the only ones he's done so far, but yeah. Nice. He's nice. good. Um I can't imagine that there's any kind of moral. I think the moral here is that uh, you should have family night once a week with the fam. It doesn't seem to go well. <laughs> well, I we think, didn't see I think all we the see family nights. The results of what happens if you have a family night, and it it's it tears families apart. Uh, yeah, maybe that is the like unmoral of the story. Then don't have um, family nights. That's the moral. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, I gotta say, Brandon, I feel really bad for Amy in this situation, too, because Margot is still not gonna talk to her, even though the issue has been resolved. She's not even gonna be able to explain it. Like, she just lost her friend. <laughs> yeah, I have to imagine, even if Sarah was like, no, she's right, that dummy was evil. Like, Margot is just gonna be like, alright, you're both fucking crazy. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna let my sister anywhere near this house again. Yeah. Well, her I don't know. She'll make friends. new friends, I guess. Mm, well, yeah, she's gonna have to with, in the psych ward now. I mean, like, there's no way her parents are gonna let her get away what, with this. Do you one. think they're just gonna keep Dennis around, or do you think they're gonna be like, all right, we're not having any haunted dummies, like good or evil? <laughs> well, here, like, is Dennis the root of all evil, or is he a good dummy? You know, honestly, that's that's the real question. I feel like at the end, I couldn't tell if they were trying to be like, oh, this is scary, or like, you know, he's the good dummy. Because, like, the way you said it, like, zoomed in close, and it's, like, kind of thundery outside, and... It was like in Psycho with the, you know, with the bathroom scene with the... Skirt, skirt, yeah, skirt. and so. the music is like... So, yeah, it was like, oh, this is scary. There's another one, but, it, I don't know, he seems good. Maybe we'll find out in another chapter, but I highly doubt it, because, like, they're not going to give up Slappy. I already know that. Yeah, uh, this isn't the last we see of Slappy spoilers well i'm sure that fart dust that flew out of his noggin is just gonna inhabit a new slappy dummy just like fucking child's play that's what happens except it'll be the exact same slappy dummy yes yeah dad's gonna reconstruct it and be like i don't know about that we didn't see this one be evil (laughs) and fucking dennis is gonna oversee all of it Cortland. yeah is there a better title for this (laughs) title of the living dummy 2 uh well okay yeah 
it could be just called regular old night of the living dummy i think that'd be fine wow. but i That's love great. it when shows and tv like when shows and movies use night of the like it's just such a great homage to night of the living dead and it just works so perfectly with so many things so i'm gonna agree with you there i think you just chop off that too and it's improved mm-hmm. all right Cortland. all right brandon next week we are doing my hairiest adventure uh, okay. what a great title well, we'll definitely not be able to think of a better one for that. Why don't you have a look at the cover and uh, tell us what you think we're going to find. All right. My Harriest Adventure. I remember this cover. Um, I think I looked at it a couple of times. It's not one that I would read because I think it sucks. Um, this kid with these these gigantic ears. I don't know. He's got hair on his face. He's got mutton chops. He's got hair all over his hands. He's got this purple sweater on with red stripes on it. And he's like, oh, my hands. At least that's what I would envision from him saying from this picture. Yeah. Um. He's got, you know, some toothbrushes that are generic in a cup with like some squirting toothpaste. He's like he's looking at himself in the bathroom mirror. The tagline says it keeps growing and growing and growing. All right. The cover's dumb. I'm just going to say yep. that like right out. One of the worst. Uh, I don't like it. It's not good. Based on this cover and the name My Harry's Adventure, I think this episode is going to be about a kid whose hair grows. Um, I don't know if he turns into like a dog, a wolf. Uh, looks like maybe a monkey based on the picture of the cover. I don't know. But it's going to be him turning into something. And he's going to be like, duh. It's going to be like in the Santa Claus when Tim Allen shaves his face and then it grows back magically. He's going to be like, does this look like a little hair to you? <laughs> and it's. <laughs> and that's my guess. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> so it's either going to be like werewolves or he's going to turn into like a dog or an animal or something. Why? I don't know. Probably like uh, like a potion or whatever. Sardo is going to be in oh, it. Oh, shit. Um, okay. No, no, I don't think Sardo's going to be in it. But he's going to, like, put some moisturizer on his face or something because he's got, like, dry skin and then, I don't know. Bing, bang, boom, he's got hair. Well, you're remarkably close. I mean, what else could it be, Brandon? Like, give me a break. <laughs> do I think it's going to suck, Brandon? Yes, I do. I Do you think we'll have fun talking about it? Yes, I do. <laughs> well, that's all that matters. Yeah, you're right. So, I think that does it for this week. All right. Well, I have, I've had a lot of fun talking about Night of the Living Dummy. I was, uh, I was excited to get into this one. I knew it was a popular yeah. one, and um, when I watched it, I was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna have so much to talk about. This is gonna be incredible." I loved it. I love talking with you about it, and I uh, can't wait for the next one. But uh, I'm loving Goosebumps so far, Brandon. I mean, it's good stuff. Yeah, Goosebumps is the best. Well. I hope everyone will join us for my hairiest adventure. If you don't, though, we'll understand. Week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just look at the cover and be like ah, pass just like yeah, I did we'll skip this week <laughs> yeah, yeah. no nah, but I hope you join us it'll yeah, be fun it will be fun either way it'll be a good time <laughs> and we will be back next week to talk about it I've been up all night me too I'll see you next week alright bye everybody bye We don't have to.